This is part two um, because we never want to keep you waiting too long for the next episode. So we're going to get right into it. And this is part two of the wait. So in our last episode, episode three, the wait part one, if you have not heard it yet, definitely should go back and listen to it. And that's where Naisha shared her story of the wait as it related to um, her celibacy and just her story of leading up to her husband. Did we mention the book, The Weight? Because we do want to shout out Devon Franklin and Megan Good because so that's weird. the book. That's the book. So we mentioned The Weight. So shout out to them for writing that book. You know, even though we're not a relationship goals person or we're not relationship goals people, we definitely want to shout them out because they are someone to look up to in the couple world, I think. So, yes, for sure. Especially when it comes to kingdom relationships. Kingdom relationships. So, yeah. And so let's get into it because some of you all, especially the fellas, but I'm not just going to put on the fellas, even the ladies as well. When you heard celibacy, let's be honest, like, what did you think? Because, you know, celibacy may not be for everybody. And we don't share our stories to make people do what we feel you should do, or even what we do, we just share our stories as an inspiration. So when it comes to the weight, of course, for a lot of people, celibacy and just sex in general is a conversation um, that you may have. So let's talk about dating someone who is celibate. Naisha, how hard was that celibacy journey for you when dating? Because you went on dates, as you mentioned in another episode, you even went on a date with a guy who looked like Santa Claus. So <laughs> what did that look like with sharing with men that you were celibate? Um, so honestly, it wasn't really like a thing for me um, as far as it being like too hard for me to share that information. Um, I would say that once I met Brian and, you know, obviously I saw how attractive he was, I was like, oh, hey, Lord, this is definitely going to be a bit of a task for me um, to, you know, maintain the vow that we made. However, what was easy was the fact that I knew that God was going to come through on his promise of blessing my obedience, and he did. So I, for me, I just kept that in the front of my mind, like, you can do this, you can do this, because I didn't want a microwave relationship. I did not want something that was like really, really good and strong and then it fizzled out. I wanted something that has some longevity. I wanted something that has some loyalty where I could really find myself centered in on an individual who really sought my best out, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So for me, that made it way easier than just like, you know, like giving into the flesh. Yeah, but also what about the different guys? Like I said, you went on dates with other guys leading up to Brian. Did you share with those guys that you were celibate? And if so, what the, were their responses? I didn't hear back from them. 
which was, you know, which was, that was be, yeah, you know, which was to be understood. As a matter of fact, shout out to my brother, Darius. Who, shout out to Darius. You know, when I, you know, was, you know, going through my journey, you know, dating journey, you know, we had went out to dinner. I will never forget this. We went out to dinner, him and I. We were just talking, you know, by that time, I think me and Brian have been, you know, dating for about maybe like a month and a half or something like that. So it was very, very fresh and new. And I remember Darius telling me like, man, NJ, you saw that man you were celebrating. That man is not sticking around, man. He is, <laughs> <laughs> he is not staying. He's not. He is not going to stick around. So, you know, you just got to. You got to get ready for that. You got to get ready for that man to be like, you know what? This is enough. And I'm, you know, I'm up. And I'm so thankful for, you know, honest people in my life like Darius. I feel like everybody needs a Darius. Um, and that you need somebody that is of the opposite sex to give you some insight on what that gender thinks about certain scenarios that you yeah. may find yourself in. And that's going to give it to you raw. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, I really have, you know, really good brothers in my life, you know, that have, you know, been in my life over mm -hmm. half my life, you know. So, you know, I was able to kind of pick their brains a little bit as to how I'm navigating through this journey. And fortunately for me, Brian is a man of substance and, you know, he would have to tell you his perspective on that later, which you can also read it in our book. Um, of how he really navigated through being aware of where I stood on it, you know, because yeah. it can be daunting. And a lot it's, of men yeah. are not really with that, you know? Yeah, a lot of men and women are not really with the celibacy journey. Um, but I think that, like I said, it's very unique because the fact that Darius did say that, like, man, he ain't going to stick around. It shows you that when you meet your person, right? Like you said earlier, what God has for you is for you. And when you meet a person and you have certain standards and you set the bar, you know, it will weed the wrong people out and bring the right person to you. And, you know, just because one man might feel like, man, you celibate, I'm not with that. That doesn't mean that you won't meet somebody who is with that and who supports that. But you also have to be okay that the wait might be a little bit longer. And so with that being said, because the wait can be a little longer sometimes, we want to talk about what to do while you're waiting. You know, it's yeah. definitely worth the wait. But what are some things that, you know, you can do while you're waiting and not just waiting for your soulmate, but it could be, you know, waiting for a job. It could be waiting for so many things. Um, let's talk about what to do. So I'll start with you before I chime in, Aisha. What are some things that you can do um, while you're waiting? Pray a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> what? If you have not decided to let the Lord lead your life, this would be definitely the time to do that. Just let him have it. And honestly, you know, I was asking God day in and out for strength. You know, um, because I didn't need, during that time in my life, I didn't need physical strength. I needed spiritual strength to just keep my body in alignment with what the plan of, of action was, which was to obey. 
You know, it was like God told me very distinctly, sit your booty down, give the box back to me. Okay. Don't is that me. what he said? Was yeah. that in his word? <laughs> Give I mean, the box back to me. I don't me. know how the Lord talks. He talks to all of us differently. Yes. He has a relationship. We are all his children. So he loves on us differently. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it was like, yeah, give your body back. Give me that box back. I'm going to keep the box. Box ain't opening. No cock before the rock. Like, that, mm-hmm. was, my fo- that was my mantra, mm-hmm. you know? Because I was like, I'm not going to play myself because I knew, like, when I knew that guy was about to hook it up for me, I felt it. I'll never forget, um, and this is just like a sidebar, real quick. We were on our third date, and um, just to share something a little personal with you all, I had a lumpectomy in 2016. September 2016, I had a lumpectomy. For those of you who do not feel like getting a dictionary to see what that exactly is, a lumpectomy is when you have a mass in your breast. They remove because it could or could not be malignant, right? But by God's grace, mine was benign. Um, but I had it removed nonetheless. And so we were on this date, and this is our third date. We were at this place, um, you know, real cute little spot in Williamsburg. And um, Kanye, I, I can't remember what Kanye's song was playing in the background, but we were talking about something regarding our health. And he said, I prayed for you before I knew you, so I know that you are healed from whatever mm. was being, mm. you know, whatever was afflicting you in the past. I know that you've been healed from that because I prayed for that to be gone out of your body. And I, you all, at that point, I was like, cool, Lord, I get it, okay? <laughs> I am in this thing. Because, see, God will... He will sh- he will show us things at different times in our journey, right? And it and it and it has nothing to do with anybody else. It's, it's, it's everything to do with your one on one with him. But he distinctly told me in that moment that that was my husband because I had already spoke to God about a husband that will pray for me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's just like a little side But nonetheless. The Lord told me to, you know, give 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 him my box back. I gave him my box back. And once I gave him my box back, it was like a rain shower of his favor on me. Right. So again, everybody is motivated by different things when they're waiting for something, be it a job, be it, you know, uh, a financial increase, be it a health turnaround, you know, um, even just a state of mind renewal. You know, we're all waiting for different things right now. This is not, and, and let me just be clear on something. Me and you do not want to just base this just upon our book, per se. This is just real life stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And she can speak to it as well. Like, everybody's waiting on something. We're Nobody all waiting on something. Yeah. And I definitely agree, since I am still with my single ladies out there and single fellas as well. Um, in the weights, one thing that I have learned when it comes to waiting is to ask God, what season am I in right now? And so understanding that when you're praying for something and God has already answered, when you pray, it's already done. He's already answered it, but that yes could be in another season, right? And so life is all about a journey and there's so many other facets of our life um, other than, you know, marriage and children and things like that. So what is it that you're supposed to be doing in this season right now? 
And so once I really understood that, I really started working my season, you know, writing books, you know, working on projects, working on building my business and, you know, enjoying my family, loving on people, you know, becoming the person that I want to meet and that I want to attract. And so while you're waiting, I definitely encourage everybody to figure out what season you're in. If you don't have what you're praying for in this season, you know, believe that it's coming, but ask God, you know, what do you need from me in this season? Because sometimes we focus so much on the future. We focus so much on the past that we don't think about this season and every step um, in your journey is important. You know, there's not one that's more important than the other. So really understanding that, you know, and also want to get in a place where, you know, the things that you want, you're not necessarily putting them on a pedestal. You know, you want to put God on a pedestal, you know, and you're going to hear us talk about God a lot. We love the Lord. Um, but I love it because we're going to talk about God, but we're also going to be very real in some things, which is why Naisha is talking about how God told her to, what did he say about the box? Give me back the box. Give me back the box. This Maybe that's what we need to name this episode. <laughs> Give me back the box. Give it like, back. Give it back. <laughs> you know, listen, this is the thing. Nobody, none of us out here want to be going into like our 40s, you know, I don't know, 50s, whatever the case may be, and not having a clear understanding of what our purpose is. You should not be in a space of where you're just basically floating in life, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like time out for floating, unless it's just something that you're choosing to just be conscious of doing. If you want to be a floater in life, that's cool, but we are like, Listen, you need to have some structure. You need to be really clear with what it is that you want from this life. Because the, the, the beauty of it is that you can have anything, you know, that you desire if it is within the will of, you know, what God has best for you, you know? And how do you really tap into that thing, you know? So, Agreed. listen. Agreed. That's where I'm at. Well, that is the wait part two. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Like I said before, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. You're rocking with us. You are on the All Good Just a Week Ago podcast, and we will see you on the next episode. Ciao, ciao. Ring, ring. Say hello, Naisha. Hello. I got something to tell you. Feel it, girl. Feel it. It was all good. Just a week ago.